If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. It is a great day for talk radio. Made it to hour three. As we move along, we've got our panel coming up. Topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville. Former uh, Premier and Finance Minister Ernie Eves and Dan Moulton, a liberal strategist and media commentator, going to square off here in a matter of moments before we get to that. Wanted to talk about uh, the Emergency Act, I guess is the emergency response benefit that uh, got royal assent in the House of Commons earlier today. And uh, this was the package that actually was bumped to the upside. It's now a total of $102 billion, half of which roughly is in deferred tax payments, but going to help some people out who have lost their job, not drawing any uh, salary for four months, $2,000 a month. uh, If you've lost your job because of sickness or you've got to look after a sick person, Uh, these are the kinds of measures that are in there as uh, to whether or not they're adequate. Let's find out. Joining us on the line right now is Pierre Polyev. He's the MP for Carleton and the conservative finance critic. Mr. Polyev, a pleasure to have you back here on the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. How are you faring, by the way? Terrific. How are you? We're pretty good. Uh, I was told that you're awaiting a COVID-19 test result. Is that right? It is. Yes. I, uh, t- I did a test uh, last Thursday morning and I have no idea when the results will come back, but I- like many people, I'm hitting refresh on my online uh, medical records to see if the results come in, and I, I feel very confident that uh, I'll get a clean bill of health. I was going to ask if there's a, a certain, say, uh, anxiety surrounding all of that, and uh, you know, because the idea that a lot of people have not been tested may be asymptomatic, wondering if they're carriers. We don't have the uh, facilities yet to test everybody comprehensively. So I just wonder if maybe that's a torment that you can share with a lot of people who are just questioning their own status. I mean, I, I suspect there are many people who are nervous. Um, I, uh, I'm i not a particularly religious man, but I do follow the old prayer that my father taught me, which is God help me grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, have the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And really, I can't do anything other than wait. So I put my nose to the grindstone and work away in my basement office. And when the records come in, they'll tell me what I, whether I'm sick or not, and uh, we'll take it from there. But uh, there's no use worrying about it. All right, fair enough. Uh, obviously, you were uh, in seclusion when the government passed this bill earlier today. Uh, what do you make of it? $107 billion. Is that adequate to uh, meet all of the material needs of the people that are going to have their lives disrupted or have had? Uh, unfortunately, uh, it's going to be a big bill. Whenever you shut down the economy by ordering businesses closed and, and consumers and workers into their homes for a month, uh, it's going to take a massive bite out of the economy and bring massive compensation costs to the government. Uh, we, as Conservatives, uh, supported the, the emergency assistance so folks could keep food on their tables and businesses could minimize the layoffs and the bankruptcies. But, um, listen, uh, I, I think we need to uh, hopefully defeat this virus as soon as possible so we can get our economy moving again. 
I guess we understand it in that context, but just uh, because of the outlay of money or how they're planning to get it to people, uh, there have been a lot of discussions on this show, uh, certainly and elsewhere, if maybe there'd be a better way, uh, more money to wit. In the UK and in Belgium, they're talking about 75, 80% of EI benefits going to people. Uh, if we use the EI facility, here we're not as generous, should we be? I, I think the package is quite generous, um, and the EI system is not going to be able to deliver the money. And I can tell you that because I was the minister responsible for the employment insurance system in the Harper government. There is just no way the government can process a million EI claims in one week. That's what just happened in the last week. So the government, I think, has done a has made a, an intelligent move in moving the benefit out uh, from under EI and into the CRA and streamlined the application process. Um, now they have to prove their ability to execute to transact the 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 payments, so folks get the money in their bank account by direct deposit uh, by early April, as the minister has promised, because people are going to need that to pay their, keep the heat on, keep the lights on, and put put food in front of their kids on the table. Yeah, that's what the minister said today. The portal is going to launch as soon as possible. I guess he said April 6th, and then you'd receive the money about 10 days later. You know, a lot of the critics uh, critics or cynical folk would say, well, you know, the Phoenix pay system uh, tells us that they may be a little... Uh, optimistic about being able to do that as quickly as possible. You still think it uh, might be possible? Well, they shouldn't have a problem because right now, like right now, CRA makes payments to every single taxpayer, uh, tax filer, who is uh, owed money at the end of the year. So that's, I'm going to just make up a number here. I'm going to guess that's over 10 million taxpayers. Uh, Most folks end up overpaying throughout the year, and then their credits entitle them to a refund. And CRA pays those refunds very quickly uh, from the time uh, from the time you file until you know uh, late May. Uh, so if they just use that same machinery, they can get the money out very quick. Now this government is a is a bungling machine. They bungled pretty much everything they do. They bungled their infrastructure programs. They bungled the response to the COVID nineteen virus by leaving the borders open by letting people come off airplanes without any screening whatsoever, uh, by, um, by allowing illegal border crossers to continue to come in, all decisions they later reversed, but now uh, not, but not before it was too late. So don't put it past uh, Trudeau to bungle this like he has uh, most other uh, uh, matters. All right, since we're riffing on that anyway, uh, what did you make of the initial proposal, uh, again with that clause 22, I guess it was, where the Liberals were hoping, and the minister at least, to uh, have this bill give him unlimited power to tax, spend, appropriate uh, stock or shares with impunity. What did you make it? What was that all about? It was a shameful power grab. Uh, You know, it's always wrong for government to try to take power that it doesn't deserve, but it's especially shameful to do so uh, in the middle of a deadly crisis and to take advantage of people's fear and uh, panic to do it. And that's why conservatives stood our ground, upheld the parliamentary principle that the government can't tax or spend what parliament doesn't approve. We forced them to back down from the more egregious parts of the bill. But we'll be watching how they execute the rest of these uh, functions. In fact, the Finance Committee will convene in the next 10 days or so, and it will have the power 
to reconvene Parliament on 48 hours' notice if uh, the committee finds that the government has been abusing its powers. So we'll be watching very carefully how they use this uh, the leeway we've given them uh, to uh, to serve Canadians, not to empower themselves. Again, with Pierre Polyev, the conservative finance critic. Last hour, I had someone who was uh, basically saying it was uh, very justifiable. It was a, a necessary usurping of certain powers because on money bills, the parliament would have to be recalled each and every time. That becomes unwieldy in a time of emergency. Uh, you sort of need to be able to go in there and process things right quick. Is he wrong? Yes, that, is, that person is wrong. Parliament is made to be uh, very adaptable and very flexible. Um, and uh, just to be clear with your listeners, Parliament doesn't approve expenditures one you know receipt at a time. It proves them with broad categories. And uh, remember, Parliament kept meeting in the middle of Great Britain during the, the Second World War while Hitler was dropping bombs on London. And right there in that same city, Churchill attended question period and asked parliamentarians to give him money to fight the war. And guess what? We won the war. And we still have a democracy after it's all done. So Parliament is capable of responding to crises. And I told Bill Morneau when I spoke to him, if you need something from Parliament, you give me a call. I'll have our MPs there in less than 48 hours, and we'll vote on it immediately. So there's uh, no need to shut down our democracy in order to respond to this panic. In fact, you know, we've seen countries that are not democratic do a much more, a worse job of responding um, and uh, so we think that uh, democracy should stay in place and the government should not have the unlimited ability to, 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 uh, to turn taxpayers upside down and shake all the money out of their pockets just because there's a crisis. That answers that. I appreciate your time this afternoon, as always, Mr. Polyev, and hope you stay healthy and uh, the results come back uh, in your favor. Yes, thank you very much and much health uh, to your Listeners, I hope you're all eating well, spending some time with your families, and uh, enjoying some peace of mind. Ditto. Thank you. Pierre Polyev, the conservative finance critic. To that point, obviously, social distancing is something that's being impressed upon people on a daily basis when we hear from the city officials, including the point person with the emergency response team, that's the fire chief, uh, Matthew Pegg. Want to hear uh, Mr. Pegg earlier this afternoon? He had a list of what's now closed, including all the city's parks and uh, so on and so forth. Uh, so we'll pick up on that if Rob back in the station can run that. Uh, let's get to Matthew Pegg and the list of closures announced earlier this afternoon. City owned playgrounds are closed, picnic sites and park shelters are closed, soccer, multi use fields, and baseball diamonds are closed. Off-leash dog parks and trails are closed. Basketball courts are closed. Parking lots associated with city-owned parks are closed. Skate parks and BMX parks are closed. Well, that's uh, the gist of it there. Uh, basically, all the fun stuff that you uh, thought you'd go for recreation in a city park, that's off-limits. There's no hoops going to be played. There's no Frisbee golf Dog parks, likewise, off-limits. The parking lots that are adjacent to the parks are considered to be off-limits, too. And uh, it's a rather comprehensive approach to impress upon people that you got to do the social distancing now. And, uh, again, Dr. Eileen Davila, the Chief Medical Officer of Health for the City of Toronto, was emphasizing that today, the day before, the day before that, and so on and so forth. Earlier uh, in the hour, 
Premier Ford also had an announcement or two to make, I guess, in the aftermath of the uh, financial or economic statement that was tabled earlier in the afternoon by Rod Phillips, the finance minister. If we've got that just ahead of our panel with the former Premier, uh, that's Ernie Eves and Dan Moulton, and our topics worthy of discussion. Let's hear what the Premier, Rob Ford, uh, Doug Ford, rather, had to say on matters. Our province is facing a challenge, the likes of which we have not seen for generations. COVID-19 has emerged as a monumental threat to our health and to our economy. But we will fight this threat with every ounce of our resolve. We will fight for those in the hospital battling this virus. We will fight for the nurses and doctors working around the clock. We will fight for the mothers and fathers already struggling to put food on the table. We will fight for those trying to keep a roof over their heads. I promise you, we will fight and we will not stop fighting. The next round of that fight starts right here and right now with $17 billion and new emergency relief and support. That's $17 billion. Support for our frontline healthcare workers, relief for families, relief for business, and relief for workers. $17 billion in relief and support for all of you across this great province. Because it's all of you, it's all of Ontario, that inspires me to take on COVID-19 round after round. The paramedics, the nurses, the doctors, personal support workers, and all of the healthcare workers, the firefighters, the police, and all the first responders, you have our backs and we have yours. The heroes in uniforms, you inspire me. The grocery store clerks, the truck drivers, the construction workers, the cleaners, the transit workers, and everyone working through these tough times. You too are heroes. You inspire me. Again, that was Premier Ford earlier this afternoon announcing not a budget per se, although today was supposed to be budget day. We know so much has changed, so it was more or less an economic update or statement. And uh, when he talked about $17 billion in relief and support, and then when it's broken down, the amounts of money being offered up for uh, hospital care, long-term care, the frontline workers. Uh, it- Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 